0: Let's get ready to nibble and chew upon this remarkable banquet because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. 100 word stories written and performed exclusively for the show and then dispersed with resplendently remarkable music. So sit back and kick off your shoes and allow your soul to be infused by our unique and innovative storytelling because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions.
1: He walked the ways, stout stick in hand, across clagged clumps of frozen plough, bare branches bent yielding under snow burden, jewelled by pendants of water-diamond gleaming in the cold sunlight. Behind him dark footprints on iced grass. In a copse he rested, bending to lift a shy white head, alone in its pale beauty. Petals skirt formed, and a wood nymph from his imaginings formed, welcomed by his hooded eyes. They danced, his weary feet shuffling, head bewitched by nature's song, and the hope of spring to come. Night crept through the trees, searching, but only his stout stick remained.
0: If elected, our party will introduce a package of measures designed to work towards a guaranteed standard of living for all, a taxation policy specifically targeting appropriate sectors of society with across-the-board changes to the current benefits system, designed to create a more inclusive, target-driven approach to policy-making and packages in general. We will make sweeping changes, targeting structured investment in infrastructure where it is most needed, restructured to meet the needs of a modern multifaceted and structured democracy. Above all, we aim for a more approachable form of government with clarity as our watchword.
1: The Che Guevara t-shirt is perfect. Trousers are tight and might squeak, but the leather says I'm down with the kids and sexy. Hair looks sharp. I'm pleased with the mullet. Baseball cap? On backwards, naturally. Trainers? Nike. A bit flash, but they're so comfy. Earbuds in? I'll need my tunes on. Gold chain, fake Rolex, and a skull ring finish it off. Yep, I'm ready. Oh, mustn't forget the Incredible Hulk underpants that Mummy got me. Velvet robe and ermine cape over the top. Just need to remember to hold onto the crown when the red arrows fly over.
0: month of May to me means remembering many meaningful moments, but Millennium May meant more than most. Mary, Molly, Mike and me made a multitude of marvellous memories, manufacturing maypoles and mounting them on greens for May Day merriments. Misfortune materialised, and Millennium May was very moist, which meant messing missed out, and mistly was a mess. However, Marks Tay, Manningtree, Malden, Margaretting, Mount Nessing, and Munden mastered May with minimum mishaps. Men, women, masters, and maidens making the most of May. And my missive on May, now with its myriad of M's, making the most of a thesaurus? Maybe.
1: sitting in Alan's office telling him about what had happened. He was my brilliant private doctor who had cured me of several rare diseases that I'd never heard of but luckily he knew all about. Anyway, my cat had been meowing at me strangely all day. He didn't need anything, just meow 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 as if he sensed there was something wrong with me. Alan cogitated in silence for a moment. "'What an interesting case,' he said, "'and rare,' he added. "'We're just in time. "'I believe I can treat you, "'but I'm afraid it's going to be quite expensive.'
0: alone in the car park waiting patiently for the return of her love she gazed longingly at the exit he would emerge from impatiently yearning for him there he was his face was troubled by his day as he marched eagerly towards her her heart swelled in their love his ying to her yang two bees in a pod when he saw his love his face changed into a beacon of light and adoration He climbed into the sports car and kissed his love. The desolate tears fell as her love drove away, laughing with his new wife.
1: We broke up last night. Bolty. Brian, I said gently, it's over. Over? But we've pulled through a plan to really start tackling this now. We sat separated by a whiter-than-white tablecloth in the Raj garden. And I'm fast-forwarding investment over the next two years to get a head start on what will be a huge overhaul of the relationship. I'm giving this 110%. He was peddling. Brian, I continued, stop grabbing the low-lying fruit. Put a pin in it. We're done. You're saying we're not singing from the same hymn sheet? Brian, you don't sing. There is no sheet.
0: of operations, consider this letter my notice. I have been doing this job for an eternity and yet my wages are paid by means that cannot be spent. I don't recall my last holiday. A team building trip to Furnace Creek doesn't count. And the benefits are so few, I can't recall what you told me they were. Something about low heating bills? My monthly expenditure on calamine lotion to calm my burning skin is constantly rising and the people who come here are simply rotten. I've had enough. Consider my time served. Yours faithfully, Mr. S. Aiton.
1: population had become disaffected and largely apolitical. Consequently, the effective politics movement grew in popularity by scornfully criticizing the so-called failed experiment of parliamentary democracy. Let the leaders lead, one slogan read. It eventually absorbed the Preservation, National and Nativist parties and rebranded itself as the People Power Party, which narrowly won an election and then forced through the passage of the Enabling Law, allowing it to bypass the Parliament and rule by what it claimed were populist decrees. Now we have National Reset Day every 30th of October with its rubber bullets, tear gas, taser squads and internment facilities.
0: Sift carefully the advice given freely by all and sundry. Wittingly or unwittingly, only a fraction will be unconditionally for your greater good. Assess the agenda and who benefits. Form your dreams, not theirs, then act towards them every day. Give thanks to all, but consider well which gifts you carry with you. There is no need to please or be a hostage to others' ambitions unless you choose to support them in full conscience. Know that you are enough in and of yourself. Love is a freedom, not a shackle. Those who truly love you will let you be.
1: He was a mighty oak. Here he'd stood for over four hundred years. He'd seen his family felled around him, devoured for houses, furniture, carts, trinket boxes, or simply tossed on fires. The tiny hamlet he'd known as a sapling had grown around him, its people aging and dying so quickly it seemed impossible to him that they lived long enough to learn anything. Yet, here he stood, in a town, in the way, a nuisance, an irritant. Forget the hundreds he'd sheltered and fed, the pleasure he'd brought to generations, he was redundant. He felt the first sore bite, and groaned.
0: Big Ben has chimed in the new year, and the fireworks have fizzled out along with the season of goodwill. We walk quickly to work, heads doggedly bent against the cold and wet. The daily monotony drags this unwelcome, dreary month along. Returning home in the dark to a house with little warmth, we turn on the television and eat our TV dinners. No pudding for us, or solace from a glass of wine, for this is the month of diet and abstinence. So we kick back in our reclining chairs and watch adverts for the summer holidays to come.
1: Valentine sat in the cold, dark cell, awaiting his execution. His body was battered and bruised. The pain was unremitting. Then the Archangel Gabriel appeared. Fear not, he said, though your pain may be great, may a vision of your legacy bring you succor in your time of need. And in his mind's eye, He was transported thousands of years into the future. He saw the cards, the chocolates, the champagne, the single red roses, the lavish meals. And as he saw this universal public profession of love, tears flowed into his eyes and he thought, haven't I suffered enough already?
0: friends at the movies. I thought of you as a teacher. I was never your student, yet I learned from you. When I needed a bed in London, your spare room was always free. I came to know your home, your routine, almost as well as an uncle's. I knew to take off my trainers at the door, looked forward to breakfasts of bread and cheese, browsed your groaning bookshelves and sat up late to talk. Now shoes tread on the carpet, the fridge is empty, the books are at Oxfam, and there will be no more conversations.
1: There was a certain satisfaction to be gleaned, Reginald concluded, from having done one shopping, and the more so for knowing that others had not yet done theirs. Here was he, quietly relaxing at home and basking in the certainty that his cupboards were full, whilst other poor souls were at this moment looking for parking spaces or standing with empty trolleys, with the whole business of filling them still to come, while still others were at the checkout counter, enduring the annoying little beeps as their purchases were processed. Reginald then realised that he'd forgotten to buy carrots.
0: When snowdrops wilt, crocus slump, when daffodils fade in the vase, she knows it's over. The claustrophobic winter retreats, its long dark days scurry from the warming spring dawn. She knows it's over when buds form on the magnolia tree, the river rises, and hares dance in the dusk. She packs a suitcase. She is trudged under a cloud of doubt, now the air is fresh, the sky clear, today. She walks with Spring. When he comes home, he'll not know it is over. Assumptions made. She will return. She always does. But the vase is empty. A bulb blooms.
1: collect anything i can't help myself it takes five lock-ups to hold everything i have amassed over my 92 years i'm organized too everything printed in one books magazines football cards and so on another houses the mechanical and electrical typewriters are my favorites the third is for toys little cars clockwork trains and many teddy bears The fourth is is very eclectic, crammed to its roof with miscellaneous autographs, coins, plane tickets and golf balls. And the last is my favourite, carefully locked and rarely opened. This holds all my dead wives, in height order, stuffed, pickled and labelled.
0: Your life is miserable. Your paintings are excellent, but no one appreciates them. You don't get on with anybody, in and out of the loony bin, drinking far too much. No money, especially after the fallout with your dad, and now self-harming. I've arranged a solution to all your problems. This is a dream, but you'll know it's real when you look in the drawer by the bed. It's loaded. One shot. Your life is a series of disasters. Until now, that is. I'm you in the future. Famous, popular, ear intact again. It's heaven, literally. See you tomorrow, Vince.
1: To wake up each day to the warmth of the tropical morning. And to the magnificence of coral reefs, a stone's throw away. These are fine things. But then there's marmite, upon which one was raised. You can't find the stuff here from anywhere that doesn't need an airplane to get to and one must rely upon friends and the postal service or forego the lugging of clothes when traveling to facilitate its purchase for once one has tasted its delights nothing but marmite will do and its lack can put iron in the soul wherever one may abide The
0: hive in crisis, the Queen called a meeting. There was a predictable buzz of anticipation as she entered the Grand Chamber. We all understand we have a problem, she began. Nectar collection is down 50%. Our brave worker bees are being picked off by those dratted birds because their bright stripes are easy to see. As you know, we decided to change outfits. We tried the spots, but they were worse. Now, I'm afraid we've no other choice. There was a gasp as a dour-looking brown, stripless bee entered the chamber. We have to go to plane B.
1: I wanted to be a zookeeper feeding an anteater at twelve an armoured knight of thirty-five Saddle saw a fight to survive at fourteen a rhyming poet but for nobody to know it at fifteen the painter Botticelli with a fetichismo del piede piedi At fifteen, the painter Botticelli, with a Fetichismo del Piede. At sixteen, to be seen with the likes of Steve McQueen. At seventeen, like Art Blakey, to drum to make the kit hum. At twenty-one, I was lost. Lost, and leapt from the aeroplane of my aspiration. Now, fifty-eight, I am an expert at falling in a way that keeps my parachute open.
0: She'd nearly finished dinner, and was enjoying a particularly sweet apple. It made a good crunching sound when she bit it, Suddenly, her dad shouted, "'No!' She froze, absorbed his glare and tense breathing, felt his body inches from hers. What had she done this time? "'You don't eat an apple with two hands!' One arm dropped to her side, ashamed. She stared at her other hand. The apple was now tasteless pulp, but mustn't be wasted. She swallowed. Her mum said brightly, "'I expect you need to revise.' I'll clear up. On her plate, the apple core went brown.
1: You are listening to Bill's Big Bag of Only Onions. described as respected and impressive, perhaps in the past when memories of long summers and playing outside until bedtime were still something to behold. It is a misapprehension to think that August is hot and colourful now. In truth it is the tail end of summer, where vestiges of heat tease but are not guaranteed. Everything has faded and all promise has gone. Wasps get desperate for the last of the summer nectar, and people get irritable at a sense of lost opportunities and forthcoming darkness. The cloak of longer nights is tugging. On the plus side, no school.
0: holiday evening sipping cocktails and catching up with my sister the leery waiter approaches again hello ladies how you think my English I know five language everything is good you need something dessert two fresh bums, please sorry no fresh bum but they're really popular in Europe tomorrow the travel writer is coming he'll be so disappointed what is fresh bum? His recipe? Take a photo. The following day our brother joins us looking serious with a laptop. Three fresh bums, please. Excuse me waiter. this isn't real beeswing powder. I'll have to give you one star.
1: news you have no visitors today the nurse's cruel voice woke him from a dreamless sleep and welcomed him back to the familiar crushing sense of loneliness and heart pain good he snappily lied Sick of visitors and visiting, trapped by the Christmas tree listening to bleating about social funding restrictions, disabled children and COVID conspiracy theories, was exhausting. The nurse's skeletal hand passed him a ten-year calendar. December this year was oddly missing. Look at all the days you've saved up, she hissed. He awoke again, picked up the phone and said... I'll be home for Christmas, Mum.
0: driveway, Mile End Road, Colchester. First decision. Left or right? I go left. Past North Station, A12 Southwest, travel the breadth of England, Wales, over the Irish Sea. Scoot through the Emerald Isle, splash across the Atlantic, whiz through the States. Next, the Pacific to China. Lost. Take first left to India, sail to Oman, trek up through Saudi Arabia, Egypt pasta in sicily cheeky bistro in paris chips on the ferry from the hook to harwich down the a120 end of mill road finally there pint in the dog and pheasant should have gone right though much much quicker next time check your knickers first
1: It was 1974 the last time I visited this extraordinary spot in central Anatolia. A long haired traveller headed for India, I overnighted here with a vanload of like minded idealistic hippies as we read The Little Prince and Play Power to each other and dreamt of revolution and the New Age. Now I'm here with my Turkish wife, who is attending a seminar about similar ideas with open-minded enlightened professionals. They are in a five-star hotel talking about freeing themselves and building astral energies. And me? I'm sitting outside in the open air, feeling free, still not conforming to the prevailing wisdom.
0: could it happen again this year dad the youngster looked up at the magnificent large round-headed bird beside him it was dawn and they were surveying the view below a decaying canopy of horse chestnut they had spotted some prey that morning and had breakfasted upon dormouse the wise mature parent gripped his perch and rotated his head to gaze at the park beyond they had been a family back then and his beloved mate had not died of shock. That was before the fire, and the terrifying loud bangs, followed by the endless screeches, whizzes, and thunderous booms.
1: A soldier, due to travel back to the front line the next day, and sensing the grim reaper's presence, decided to write a letter to his two-year-old child, explaining who he was and his post-war hopes and dreams. He wrote for 24 hours before falling asleep. Unfortunately, he overslept, missed the Dover train, got listed AWOL, lied about why he was late punched a lieutenant in the face, spent the war in Colchester's military prison, got dishonourably discharged, couldn't get a job, divorced in 1919, slept rough, before emigrating to Australia, where he was killed in a mining accident in 1920.
0: search high, you search low. You ransack the bed, throwing duvet and cover on the floor. Shaking pillowcases, the sheet, your head despondently. The washing doesn't escape your scrutiny, nor your coat pockets. Shoes, slippers, your hat and scarf discarded on the table. On hands and knees you go, peering underneath cupboards, the sofa, the bed, again, the cat. You sweep the floor with ice and broom, rummage through bins and drawers, searching high and low, in vain. It's gone. Definitely gone. Until you discover, with relief, while relieving that it hasn't.
1: I am 16 again and back in the hospital bed where a noxious mixture of illnesses confines me for weeks without end. But today is different. Cajoled by a thoughtful nurse, a visiting ex-patient takes me for a ride in his open top car for a spot of fresh air. Oh joy! Grey from a bleak, debilitating winter, my face is brushed by a gentle, refreshing breeze. The sun tingles my skin, pouring life-giving energy back into my broken body. Birds rejoice in the trees, catching the rhythm of the wildflowers dancing in verdant verges. I shall always love April.
0: an edwardian household father leans nonchalantly one elbow resting on an adam fireplace in his hand is a glass of champagne his wife son and daughter are seated on separate armchairs each also holding champagne glasses father to our success a knock at the door they wait patiently a few moments later a maid enters upright curtsying maid it's a police inspector sir Father, show him in. The inspector enters, trips over the maid's foot, his hat flying in one direction while he sprawls wildly in the other. The audience whoos with laughter. (laughs)
1: The director shouted action, the crowd cheered and the music playback started. Ronnie loved filming music videos with the band. Brand new leather trousers as tight as hell, an ice cold bottle of vodka for lunch and maybe two or three of the young women extras from the audience for dinner. All he had to do was mime the guitar solo with unrestrained thrust and gusto. The long blonde tussled wig was expertly glued to his bald head. The over-white teeth, couriered the night before from China, sat well. Ronnie's new life as a junior accountancy clerk could wait until tomorrow.
0: The thuds, and the Zerna wails, while forty men dance vigorously for hours. Arriving at the hall, they're kissed by the resplendent bride and her entourage. She glides around, graciously dancing with everyone in turn. Copious amounts of food and drink are served, then everyone is back on the floor, groups and couples in every combination. More refreshments, followed by further energetic dancing. On appearing at the Syrian border, I would be hauled off for two years of military service and probably litigation for evading it. That's why I, the groom, watched it on video. Thankfully, I hate dancing.
1: Squaddies back from Burma, 1946, quite a knees up. Phil and Laura got married, bought the pub, then divorced. Characters coming and going, some West Indians in the 50s, the lecturers in the 1960s, the road workers when they built the ring road, the drinkers on the dole, the neo-barrow boys in the 80s, the fire, the break-in, the jukeboxes end. The teenagers on Fridays, the cricket team, the silverware, cribbage, crosswords, distractions, evasion, escape, solace, stories, sorrows drowned, friendships forged, for generations, all gone. Who cares what happens in the flats that have replaced the great northern pub? That's all behind closed doors.
0: On 3rd of July, two US Navy surface-to-air missiles destroyed Iran Air Flight 655 over the Persian Gulf, killing all 290 passengers. Thirteen days later, a small plane piloted by John F. Kennedy Jr. took off from Fairfield, New Jersey. On 21st of July, the bodies were recovered from submerged wreckage off Martha's Vineyard. Three days later, Amelia Earhart was born in Atchison, Kansas. She perished flying over the Pacific Ocean July 1937. Six years later, that same day, the RAF dropped 2,326 tons of bombs and incendiaries on Hamburg, killing 42,000 civilians in a horrendous firestorm. I don't fly in July.
1: for the Lone Ranger and Tonto. How to capture a dozen bank robbers with the posse hours behind them. Tonto, stay this end of the narrow canyon and signal when the gang's inside. Yes, Kimasabe. The Lone Ranger galloped to the other end and waited until he saw Tonto's smoke signal. One kick from silver was all it took. A landslide filled the canyon's narrow exit. He signaled back to Tonto using his shaving mirror and between them, kept the robbers trapped until help arrived. Well, said the sheriff, looks like you've performed your magic again.
0: You're listening to Cone Radio 106.6 FM, and this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions Feeling sad about looking old, I was considering botox and fillers for my 60th. A few tweaks and lifts would be good for the soul. And ego. Then I saw a photo on Facebook of an old friend, now looking very much older. She peered myopically from hooded eyes, shaded behind spectacles. Hair shorter, thinner, and now grey. Her jowls sagged, and her nose had spread bulbous and red. But she was still the same old friend to me. Her gentle warmth and kindness radiated from the screen, and fleetingly I reassessed my feelings about aging. I called the clinic.
1: In the darkest hour before the longest day, she began her journey into the world, and by dawn she lay in her mother's arms a helpless, sightless form. In time her eyes would open onto the world, and in time beyond that she would begin another journey, a journey towards understanding how life could at once be so kind and so cruel thoughts beyond count awaited her a billion things which would in time make her the person that she would one day become for now they would give her the name june and that at least was somewhere to start Pretty sure that I was born upside down. My nose is always running and my feet smell. Also, I was born with a broken arm. My father told me I was hanging on till after the wedding. It's birth traumas like this and the nine months that go before them that create the human being that we are destined to become. And all the nurturing, cajoling, privilege and neglect that we experience thereafter does nothing more than smooth or wrinkle the surface. How we respond to what happens to us comes from the soul. And that we cannot change.
0: Dominic jangled the lead invitingly. Wookies! Spot stood and gave his fur a shake. As the shake spiralled down his body, his back legs gave way and he sat with a thump. A blast of winter air hit his nose. Spot lifted his head gamely. They had walked together for twelve years. But he couldn't go today. In his bed, Spot felt lighter, strong again quite like his old self I can go now but Dominic was hunched his shoulders racked with sobs with the tears Spot left behind all the love he had brought with him 12 years ago Morning. How can we help? Oh, we have a problem. Oh, dear. Who would you like to assist you today? Us up here or our colleagues below? What's the difference? It's mainly skill sets. Our angels are good with the softer ones. Counselling, that sort of thing. Demons are more no-nonsense. Tell it straight. And they're good at putting up shelves. Shelves? Yeah. Tell me about your problem. We're a bit lost. Okay, Path of Righteousness is us. Being led astray is them.
1: The help we need is more specific. How? We're in Colchester, looking for Debenhams. (sighs) Sorry, we don't do miracles. My steps have worn a secret path to your depths. Your cool, deep greens give hope to sunlit glades of wild garlic, celandine, and anemones. Where the choir of birdsong celebrates the dawn of each new spring and summer morning, its pale gold mist descending the arching, aching boughs of copper beech and horse chestnut your majestic cathedral-like canopy under which I tread my faithful friend at my heels, so small and insignificant in your splendor. We reach the river and kneel to drink from your chalice of clear water, giving thanks to your beauty.
0: within an hour of arriving at his allotment his barrow was full so many runner beans still shiny smooth courgettes taking shape though with diminished vigor lettuces and spring onions in their summer clothes happy alongside the more serious beetroots much was closing its eyes now to sleep gently until spring he could smell that summer was over a distant bonfire Earth freshly turned for autumn's new bounty, shallot and onion, garlic and cabbages, longer shadows, new beginnings, the most beautiful time, the excitement of change, the satisfaction of a summer well done. He loved this September song. be or not to be was hamlet's soliloquy mulling over the great question of the day and 400 years later backstage in his dressing room james was pondering the very same line while on stage gertrude made smoldering eyes at the villainous usurper claudius lucinda had been so magnificent as gertrude Her voice was an enchanting melody, her presence was mesmerising. For 27 nights, James had been alert for any smidgen of interest from her, and tonight was the closing night. To be or not to be, James mused for the 28th night, the familiar answer heralding no fresh perspective...
1: You have been listening to Bill's Big Bag of Only Onions. You have been listening to Onions, written by Angela Cairns, Phil Boast, Ian Hornet, Jane Manley, John Jew, Tony Pears, Pat Bloss, Sue Beer, Ian Sayers, Alex Jacoby, Claire Kemsley, Bill Lawrence, Jenny Miller, Angela Eyre, Rick Manley, Rob Lewis, Sophie Drunogel, and me, Adrian Cohen. Bill's Big Bag of Only Onions is a guppy
0: production for Cologne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.
1: Thank you very much!